Hello and welcome to the TNS Wrestling Show. I am the the whatever you want to call me, but I'm going to call myself the showstopper, the headliner, the main event of the Attitude Era. I am Sam. Was once Watts. I am now Sam Michaels. And I am joined by my co-host of the TNS Wrestling Show. He is the apex predator of the new generation. He is also the Royal Rumble expert, the King of the Ring expert, and he is the commissioner of the TNS Wrestling Show. He is Terry Bloody Johnson. <laughs> How are you doing, Terry yeah, Bloody yeah. Johnson? Yeah, good. Good, yeah. Yeah, them intros, something else. Not bad. Just wait until we've got our YouTube live feed going on. Yeah, that'd be good. In the office, the official TNS Wrestling Show office. Yeah, the, the H, the headquarters. HQ. It's, yeah. it's, there's a bit of been a bit of a delay. We just need to get the electricians in there, get them up, get that all done, then I can board that motherfucker right out. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, yeah. We'd be rich. We'd be a little bit broke from I'm putting g- the money into it. I'm gonna, tell my, I'm gonna tell my job to stuff it. <laughs> Don't need it anymore. You're going to tell your own brother, the dog's danglers. Yeah. Damn it, bloody Johnson. Dignity. I quit. <laughs> yeah, I quit. You can I, take... qu- I quit, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you can take your job and shove it. Yeah, turn that side bitch sideways. <laughs> Shine that dust gun up real nice and white. And stick yeah. it straight up your candy ass. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Love it. Yeah, maybe I'll just hold on for about another ten years first. Yeah, yeah. We see how this goes. See how this goes. Hey, I don't care if it doesn't go. I, 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 I just want to have fun. Yeah, that's all I want to do. Well, we know we got one listener for sure. We have got one fan. Oh, well, he's not just a fan. No, he's he's part of the family now. He's the, he's part of the family. He's part of the boyos. He's the armchair. Part, he, of, the, part of the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Um, He's the young charismatic enigma of the TNS wrestling show. He is the wrestling guru. Yeah. He's our um Yeah, he's he's the armchair. Yeah. He's Josh Friggin' Cudlip. <laughs> he's a dictionary of the wrestling world. Yeah. Oh damn it, Terry. Look at the frickin' time. I guarantee you he's not frick he's probably um He's probably um Yeah, so I messaged I messaged him earlier and he didn't see it. And then when I went outside just now he's seen it so I reckon he only works like I reckon he does like five to eight or something I think you're right so next next week which wouldn't be next week on here it'd be well, oh. basically what we're going to do next week you you would have heard it oh, don't, don't worry about it we're, we're going to cover it we're, we're, you'll hear it in one episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is just make sure you get here at half seven we yeah. got we got to freaking get on it yeah, we're gonna we're get gonna straight do, away. Oh yeah, we're gonna get before the intros. We're gonna get the son of a bitch. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna play the intro music and all it. Suddenly you're gonna hear us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do it. Yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta do it. Do you know what I want to say to him? I'd love I I'd, I'd love to talk. Right? I'd love to say him. Hello there. Can I have some sweet and sour chicken? Um, do you do chicken balls? <laughs> and he go yeah. I said, uh, what did it come with? It goes sweet and sour sauce. I'll be what sweet your music. <laughs> I, just, I just gotta get out of there. You gotta do it. I want to be a twig. Oh, I, w- I would have thought so. There you are. It's the bad guy. <laughs> some chicken balls. Some charming. You know, Chico. <laughs> you know, Chico. Yeah, yeah. We uh, yeah, we gotta do it. Stonk. Oh yeah. <laughs> How's, how has, how's your day been? It doesn't matter how your day's been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hell. Fucking brilliant. I see uh, Braun Strowman's giving Chris Jericho a cuddle. Yeah, I think they're good friends. Oh, well, I don't think Brock Lesnar's very happy about it. He must be in love with one of them. Fucking hell, look at him go! <laughs> so we've got the Royal Rumble 2016 in the background whilst we are uh, attempting to start this 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 very... Unique and special episode of the TNS Wrestling Show, and uh, yeah, Braun Strowman is—he's—he's he's, he's going for it. He even won that Rumble. I can't remember. Triple H. Triple H. Fucking joke. 20, 2015 and twenty sixteen. Only good thing about the twenty sixteen Royal Rumble. AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I—I I was not a fan. I'm afraid. Not at all. I prefer 2017. 2017 was okay. So, 
Orton won that, and that was so unexpected. Yeah, yeah. So everyone thought it was either going to be Brock Goldberg or Undertaker. Yeah. To, to be fair, the Rumbles, not well, from 2017 onwards, actually haven't been too bad. I don't find that Rumble like really makes stars anymore, though. They, I mean, sometimes, like McIntyre and that, and, well, Nakamura. Uh, yeah. So, it, man, we're not supposed to be talking about Royal Rumbles, but screw it, we're here now, let's do it. So 2017 was was Orton. Yeah. 18 was Nakamura. Yeah. 19 was Rollins. Yeah. 20 was McIntyre. Yeah. 21 was Edge. Yeah. 2022 was uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock was it? Yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar. Like Cody Rhodes. 2023, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I'm cool with the Cody Rhodes one. That's that's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's all good. But anyway, right? Should we should we go back 26 years? Yeah, let's go back. So this it's March the 10th, 2023, and this episode will be released in July of 2023. Yeah. Um. Same reasons as what we stated in the King of the Ring one. So King of the Ring 1997 episode, <clears throat> we we recorded on this very same day. Yeah. On this uh, March the 10th. Because it's fresh. It's fresh in our minds. We're reviewing the 1997 pay-per-views. We're going through the new generation journey, the end of the new generation in 1997. Um, But we reviewed the King of the Ring 97 uh, and it wasn't... um, It's not the best. It's not the best, I I think, if I remember rightly, Revenge of the Taker, Cold Day in Hell and King of the Ring, I think we gave all three of them Europeans. Yeah, yeah. I believe. Uh... It, it, I it depends. I I scored the Michaels and Austin match a European uh, intercontinental. Sorry. Yeah. Um. By the way, did, I I tell you what, I did not mention what I scored the WWF Championship match. Oh no, you didn't. It was hardcore. Oh, yeah. It's wank, mate. Yeah, it was. It was wank. But I tell you what, wasn't was I tell you what wasn't wank. That's what I'm trying to say. That was in your house, sixteen Canadian Stampede. Yeah, that was good. I tell you what makes a difference: if the crowd are loving it, the viewers are going to love it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good show. Yeah, and the Canadian fans—they're as enthusiastic as us UK fans. Definitely. Yeah. Really good show. Yeah. But before we start, I think it's time we open. We can't open the can. Oh shit! Um... We can't. We're, we've run out of cans of whoop ass. We're out of ammo. We've never been in this predicament, have we? This is a very sticky situation. Uh, I'll ask you a question. What would Logan Paul do? What would Logan Paul do? Play a game of Pokemon? He could <laughs> do. He could play some Pokemon. Or he could. If he had run out of Monster. Oh, oh yes. He would drink some Prime. He would drink his Prime. So, here we go, Terry. So, we're not open, we're not opening the can of whoop ass. Um, we're gonna we're gonna twist a uh, we're gonna twist the cap off the yeah, bottle. Yeah, twist the can. No, twist the bowl lid. Anyway, it's blue raspberry prime today. The best one. It's damn good. Meta Moon is. Oh, do you know what? I think Meta Moon might even be a bit better. Well, I need to try it. It's good. That's not got the same effect when you're opening, is it? No, it's not the same. Oh. How long has it been since you've had one? Ages. Really? The blue one. Yeah. That's good. I really, really enjoy it. I think I've got my two favourite drinks in the whole world. Sorted. Yeah? Yeah. My, I got my AEW can of Rampage, <laughs> a Pepsi, and I've got a Prime. CM Pepsi. CM Pepsi. Oh, nice one. <laughs> my CM Pepsi and my Prime. Yeah, Prime. Yeah. I want to try the grape. That's the purple one, isn't it? Yeah. No, nope, never tried it. I want to try the orange as well, because I, I ruled the orange one out, because but... Apparently, the orange one's like right up there is one of the best. Is it? Yeah. So I need to try that now. I want to try them all. So what ones have you tried just and a, not tried? Just a three. I've tried blue, red, and green. Okay. 
I think you've tried five, didn't you? Because yep. you've tried the the red, white, and blue. So the ice pop. The ice pop. So I've had the tropical red, yep. lemon and lime green, blue raspberry blue, which is good. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Good God. <laughs> um, the black and white meta moon. Yeah, highly recommend that. The red, white, and blue ice pop. So yeah, I've had five. Yeah, you don't like the ice pop. Though. Ice pops, nah, it's not good, mate. Not good. No. Not my thing. And the lemon and lime, I'm not too f- fanatical about either. No, not at all. Don't mind it. It's got to be really cold though. I love it cold. To be fair, these were cold, but we've had an excellent TV for the last hour. Yeah. But I tell you what, though, I think moving forward, moving forward, we need to we need to seriously stock up. Once that once the official TNS wrestling show HQ is um, up and running. Stock them up. Stock that fridge up, which I've got at mum and dad's. Yeah. We're just going to fill it with Prime. To get some Primes, yeah. We'll go on Prime hunts throughout the week. Yeah, definitely. There's a garage on there. There's a coffee shop and there's a garage. Like, you're driving the mirror. Yeah. And then you divert off. And I don't even know how you get there. There's like a coffee shop and a garage next to each other. Not sure where exactly. What, near mirror? So it's like you're driving like Semley Road to like mirror. Then you turn off. You go around somewhere. I can't think what it's called. I'm not great with the name. Um, but it's like they got a Starbucks there. And opposite is a garage. Do you know? Oh, Willoughby Hedge? Yeah, I think it's there. Oh, what, on the 303? Yeah. Yeah, it's Willoughby Hedge. That garage are doing the purple grape in there. Are they? I've noticed, and if you're... If it's all under the you know spa, they're like the convenience stores. Yeah, a lot spa have a lot of the prime. Hence how I got these in Porton Fuel Station. Yeah, it's mad. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I I I do like my prime. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's overrated, and the younger kids are going absolutely ballistic for it. But it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. Okay, shall we do this? Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's start this pretty cool journey. I'll tell you what I need to do. I need to chuck some coal and some, you know, let it build up some steam. <laughs> let's get the official TNS Wrestling Show iPad fired up in your house. 16 Canadian Stampede. Man, I love. I just love get, getting this thing fired up. It's, it's working. It's working well. It's working well. So this event happened on July the sixth, nineteen ninety-seven, in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, at the Canadian Airlines Saddle Dome. Saddle Dome. Saddle Dome. Attendance was twelve thousand one hundred and fifty-one, mm-hmm. and it is the sixteenth uh, in your house pay-per-view. Produced by the World Wrestling Federation, now the WWE. Okay, now I <laughs> there was a pre-show to this apparently. Only one. It was the free-for-all. Okay. It was the Godwins, uh, and they defeated the, the the new Black Jacks, Barry Windham and Bradshaw. Yeah. Five minutes and thirty-two seconds. That is all. Mm. That is all. Okay. Glad that didn't make the card. I wouldn't want to have seen that. No, I don't think I would have either. Anyway, right. I'm going to tell you one thing. This is a much better event than King of the Ring. Yeah. This was good. This was good. Yeah. I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. Right, okay. So it's Triple H versus Mankind. Both men started the match immediately after Mankind enters the ring non-stop beating from Mankind to Triple H where Mankind has the upper hand until Triple H tries to walk to the back. Mankind delivers a suplex on the ramp to Triple H. Triple H attempts the sunset flip but Mankind counters with a mandible claw but China interferes. Whilst outside the ring, China delivers an arm toss where Mankind's inner knee lands in the corner of the ring steps. Ouch, this must have freaking hurt. That must have really freaking hurt. Triple H is now working on the knee, hence because of what happened outside the ring on the ring steps. Uh, Mankind's leg does seem to be injured, 
uh, from the spot outside the ring. Now you could see you, he's having to hold that knee quite a lot from yeah. from that because I mean not being funny, right? So oh, just think of anything that's got a freaking sharp corner, and you hit the inside of your knee. That has got to hurt. Yeah, that's gonna hurt for hours. God, I, I don't know how he used to take it. I mean, even the, the King of the Ring, he freaking has a headache. <laughs> He's been bashed about like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how he does it. Okay, so Triple H locks Mankind into the fi- figure four leg lock. Uh, after the figure four leg lock is broken up, Triple H attempts the pedigree but fails. Uh, Mankind delivers a pile driver. The match goes to the outside of the ring where China interferes and Triple H uses the chair. Uh, Mankind has Triple H in the mandible claw on the top rope for China to pull Mankind down. The match goes into the crowd where both men are counted out. Both men continue the brawl into the crowd for several minutes for the officials to break them up. I wasn't expecting that to happen. No. Um... But from what I had seen in the match so far, apart, you know, until they went out into the crowd, pretty good. Pretty brutal. It was good, yeah. Just a lot of bigger improvements straight away to the King of the Ring match. Massive. I think this is where, though, it's starting to... um, The transitional period is about to begin. Yeah. It's still technically the new generation era, but the attitude attitude era is, is, is becoming... Yeah, the, the formation is about to start, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, I gave this match a good European. I know it wasn't very long. No. But it was very good for what it was. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say about European as well. Yeah. For that. So, now this next match, which is a bit of a surprise because it's on a pay-per-view, it's on the card, there's not really a build to it, but there is a backstory to it. Because the so we've got Takamishinuku versus the Great Sasuke. Ah, Suzuki. So the Great Sas, Sas no Sasuke Sasuke, the Great Sasuke, uh, actually helped train Takamishinuku. Oh, okay. Only because I remember what they said in the commentary. Yeah. Um. Anyway, here we go. So after both entrances, uh, for Takamishinuku and the Great Sasuke. Mankind and Triple H continue the brawl into the crowd. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they both start the match using a lot of martial arts moves to then grapple. Yeah. Uh, both are in. Um, yeah, both are in an armbar to reverse chin lock. Uh, the great Sasuke uh, spinning heel kick to Taka to the face to put him in a single Boston Crab oh single leg Boston Crab that's what I'm trying to say yep uh, Taka then goes uh, Taka then gets the upper hand but for Great Sasuke oh dear here we go again uh, uh, freaking uh. handwriting let me refer uh, yeah. sorry sorry guys let me just read what I put here Taka then gets the upper hand you've written it in Japanese <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. Taka then gets the upper hand. The great Sasuke. Not uh, yeah. So Taka gets the upper hand, but for great Sasuke to knock Taka outside the ring and drop a high roundhouse kick. There we go. There we go. You got it. I got it. Uh, great Sasuke uh, continues this in the ring. Taka counters with a. Dragon screw. Now, do you know what the dragon screw is? You know, when they got their leg and spin. and they... Yeah, yeah. So they do like, he's got their leg and he does like an uppercut to the inside of the leg. And spin and it. Spin it round. Yeah. I really love that move. Yeah, it's a good move. It's a great move. Um, and I remember seeing it on the wrestling video games. Yeah, it used to be always on the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just thought it was brilliant. Uh, anyway, Taka spinning uh, board a springboard drop kick to the top rope to create Sasuke. Yeah. Hell of a high freaking kick. Yeah. Not even there. 
Uh, reverse German suplex to a Huracanana by Taka. Springboard moonsault to Taka by Great Sasuke. Irish whip belly to belly to Great Sasuke to a missile drop kick to the Mishinuku driver. Great Sasuke counters a drop kick to deliver a underhook back drop pin for the win. This is a very well-deserved white intercontinental championship. This was a hell of a good match. <laughs> it was out of the blue, hell of a surprise. Yeah. The crowd loved it. What did you think? I loved it. I loved it, It's my best match I've seen in 97 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't give it an in today. Wouldn't you? I'd go, I'd go for a world title. Wow, okay. I, I'd give that a five star. Hell of a good match, wasn't it? And I'll tell you, if they... Yeah. I, I'd just... Yeah, I'd just give that a world title straight off. It was a match. I was sat there in my seat and I was blown away by it because I wasn't expecting it. I thought this match just looks bloody awesome. I was really looking forward to watching it because you had said how good it was. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I really loved this match. Hell so, of a good match. So good. Right. What did you give it? I again, I gave it a white strap intercontinental. Okay, so I'm a world title, so we're not far off. We're not you're, far off. You're like a 4.5. Yeah. Number five, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did think it was very, very good. Yeah. Mankind and Triple H still attacking each other. Uh <laughs> outside of the arena this time where was China what happened to her I, I don't really know what happened to her when he went outside like she, I, don't, I don't know what happened maybe, maybe she needed a tool or something maybe she went for a smoke yeah that's true um, okay so the next match is for the World Wrestling Federation Championship The Undertaker versus Vader now this should have been Ahmed Johnson apparently yeah yeah this should have been Ahmed so how was Vader put into the equation then? <clears throat> you, uh, I really do not know. So this is 1997 booking again. Um, I think, yeah, it, the build was, it was building up for Ahmed the whole time. The feud was there leading all the way up to this. Right, yeah. That he injured and he got injured like a week before the pay-per-view. Obviously they needed a WWE Championship match at the pay-per-view. So they kind of like picked straws really. Mm-hmm come out of Vader I suppose that Vader had a win over him at the Rumble um, the whole Paul Bearer scenario kind of makes sense but yeah I don't really blame WWE on this one chucking this match this match together because yeah they had their back up against the War of Ahmed being injured yeah yeah okay so Taker goes straight for Vader when the bell ring bell rings taking down Vader Taker goes for old school Vader has Taker in the headlock. Taker tries to counter, but gets knocked down. Taker eventually gets control of, gets control and takes Vader out and knocks him into the outside of the ring. Uh, Vader then Irish whips Taker into the steps. The match returns to the ring for Taker to deliver a flying clothesline from the top rope to Vader. The match returns to the ring again for Vader to power over the Undertaker Vader continues to decimate the Undertaker crowd are going nuts to uh, to build momentum for Undertaker but this fails now during this segment I noticed the crowd are going freaking crazy the camera mm-hmm. for the ring is freaking juddering yeah. it's shaking isn't it yeah those Canadians are going nuts yeah they do love it yeah they do love it uh, Vader delivers some some hard shots to the Undertaker into the turnbuckle, but this is finally reversed. Undertaker goes for the choke slam, but Vader low blows. Taker fails to Tombstone Vader. Uh, Vader goes for the Vader bomb, but Undertaker low blows to then deliver a choke slam from the top rope. Hmm. Undertaker goes for the second choke slam, but Vader kicks out. And then the Undertaker's signature for the Tombstone delivers the Tombstone pile driver for the win. Quite impressive, picking oh, them up Tombstone. Yeah, he had some strength to pick up that guy. And the Undertaker hit Vader with a low blow. That's like a bit weird for the Undertaker. Yeah, and then I've noticed as well. There's a lot of low blows in this whole event, and the referee's just like, "I oh, pretend I never saw that." Yeah, they fucking saw it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, the match, the match is okay. You weren't like a. 
they had a week. They had a week to build on this. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. I gave it your opinion, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably I say the same. I wouldn't quite go into Continental. I'd probably say the same. Yeah. And here we are, Terry. This whole event is all about this main event. event. The main event. Crikey, we this isn't a very long episode already. No. No. Man, I love this match. This is this is probably one of my favourite matches. I think it's the um I'd say it's one of the biggest standout matches of ninety seven. Hundred percent. In the top in definitely in the top five. Yeah. I think we should talk about this, especially these guys at near the end of the episode. Yeah. So, it is the 10-man tag team match. Goldust, Ken Shamrock, the Legion of Doom, and Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Hart Foundation. Brett the Hitman Hart, Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, Jim the Anvil Night Hart, and the British Bulldog. Yeah. They all make their entrance... Well, the first team, let's say the Americans make their entrance first. And then the Canadians, well, apart from Brian Pillman, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like the Hart Foundation's entrance. I love it how, because Pillman comes out first. Yeah. Then it's Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Hart. Then the British Bulldog. Yeah. Then Owen. Yeah. And then it finishes with Brett. Well, I like Brett was just stood there. He looked at the ring, looked back at his family and... He gave him the orders like let's go. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's these little things that like for entrances and like mean something, don't they? No fireworks, no lasers, or nothing. Just like let's do it. Let's do it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Okay. So they all make their en- make their entrance. Then they've got the stare down on each individual opponent, haven't they? Yeah, that's cool. Bret Hart and Steve Austin have got theirs. Then to start the match with full throttle, yeah. Bret Hart definitely has the upper hand. Yeah. Steve Austin has Bret into the corner, stumping the mud hole. Then the million dollar dream is locked in. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Well, you've seen it like the year or so prior. Yeah. Uh, Bret Hart reverses uh, to tag in Jim Neidhart. Steve Austin tags in Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock locks in the ankle lock for Brian Pillman to break it up. I've noticed Brian Pillman's jumping in to break up a lot of these things in this match. It's, but you can tell he's high as a freaking kite, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Pillman's tagged in. Uh, mocks and slaps Ken Shamrock around. Ken Shamrock's belly to belly to Brian Pillman to then tag in Owen Hart. Goldust is tagged in for both to battle each... Uh, what have I written there? Goldust is tagged in both to battle each other. Okay, whatever I was trying to say there. In no time, Hawk is tagged in. Owen Hart locks in the sharpshooter for Animal to break up. Brian... Uh, oh, what have I written there? Oh, British Bulldog is tagged in to deliver a stalled uh, standing suplex and a power slam to Hawk. Yeah. After this, uh, Bret Hart and Animal are tagged in. The two briefly battle until Goldust is tagged in. Goldust is hooked into the uh, Hart Foundation's turnbuckle corner, upside down, to all of the Hart Foundation attacking him. The other team come in to break it up, but the referee pushes them back. So Goldust is still struggling in the corner. <laughs> Owen Hart is tagged in uh, to face Animal only for Animal to suffer the fate of Owen Hart's classic spinning hill kick. Missile drop kick to Animal from Owen. Owen Hart going for the hurricane, Hurricanrana, but Animal uh, reverses it to a power bomb and then a power slam. Tombstay device to Owen Hart by the LOD. All the men return to the ring to break. The fight, which leads to Austin attacking Owen, Owen's legs around the ring posts. Uh, Bruce Hart attempts to save his brother, but misses. Brett comes for the save. So this is yeah, this part of the match is where the actual family are 
I like that. That's cool. Trying to get into fit. Yeah, I quite like it. I quite like it. Now, I noticed when I was looking at the the family on the ringside. Yeah. There's one brother missing. Might be two brothers actually. Yeah. I think it was Ross Ross Hart. Formed mm. a moustache. Well, had a moustache. Oh, I don't know. Smith and Bruce and yeah. Keith. Is it Keith? Keith. I think Keith was there. Yeah. It's funny. I know a guy called Keith Hart. Oh, really? Yeah, no relation, though. I did ask him. I said, you relate to the, the wrestling family in Canada, the Hart family? I have heard of them, but no. I'll tell you another quick funny story. My neighbour, Lyle, he lives down the road. He's Canadian. And he used to watch, you know, the Hart family in the 70s and the early 80s. Stampede. Yeah. That's like, cool. Holy shit. Because he comes from Alberta. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I thought, that, that's just... Bro, nice. Hart's like a massive icon now there, isn't he? It is surprising how big of a deal it is with the Hart family out there. It really is big. I can't believe he didn't buy the house. Who owns... Yeah, because it's, it's owned yeah, by other people now, is Sold it, it yeah. yeah. I thought Brett would have brought it. I'm surprised he never purchased that. I really am. Training school, just in the basement, like. Yeah. Cool. M- massive memories as well. Yeah. Because he could have just like, he said it's a training school. Like, anyone could have trained down there. Yeah. He didn't have to teach. He could have got someone like Tyson Kidd or whoever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. Such a shame. Okay, we'll carry on to the Tombstone device to own heart by the Legion of Doom. All the men return to the ring to break up the the fight, which leads to Austin attacking Owen's legs around the ring post. Oh, I've already said this. Sorry. That was good, though. Yeah, it was good. It was good. So Austin takes out the Hart Foundation and attacks uh, Brian Pillman. Bret Hart then attacks Austin's leg around the ring post, working on both, working on the uh, the brace knee. Yeah, yeah, for a bit of revenge for his brother. Yeah, I think at this point as well, Owen and uh, Steve Austin are sent to the back because of the injuries to the legs. Yeah. So the British Bulldog and Hawk continue the match. Jim the Anvil Neidhart is briefly tagged in to assist with taking down Hawk. Animal is tagged in to continue the match. Bret Hart is tagged in for Bret and Jim the Anvil Neidhart to deliver a classic Hart Foundation manoeuvre. I can't remember what that's called. Is it just called the Heart Attack? Yeah. It is called the Heart Attack. Yeah. It's good to see. I haven't seen that in years. No, no. And that's what I loved as well. Yeah. Yeah, I really did like that. Um, okay, so Bret Hart and Ken Shamrock continue the match. Shamrock is thrown into the outside with uh, Brian Pillman throwing Ken Shamrock into the table. <laughs> this is Brian Pillman. He's just fucking nuts. He's just nuts. Uh, the rest of the Hart Foundation attack the Legion of Doom outside the ring. Um, oh, what if I... What, uh, who the hell is BS? Bret no. Oh, BS. What we're we doing? The testament in KS. BS. Did I mean British Bulldog is decimating Ken Shamrock until it connects the low blow? I reckon, yeah. I don't know what I wrote there. Anyway, Goldust is tagged in to deliver a a bulldog. I've written BS again. Am I going bloody crazy? <laughs> Do I mean Bret Hart? I must have meant Bret Hart. Yeah? Yeah, Bret Hart. I don't know what I've written there. I remember the quote they said in this. They said, God has just gave the bulldog a bulldog. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's quite funny. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Right, Austin returns to the ring after being sent backstage due to the knee injury. Bret Hart and Austin are tagged in. They destroy each other until Austin has the advantage after a suplex to Bret Hart. Bret Hart DDTs Austin, diving elbow from the top rope. Classic Bret Hart diving elbow from top rope. Yeah. Love that. Bret goes for the sharpshooter, but Animal breaks it up. Austin then has Bret in the sharpshooter. Owen comes back to the ring to break up the hold. 
So this is when uh, Owen comes back from his um, from being sent out, from you know, sent mm. back to then come back. Owen is tagged in. Austin fights Owen outside the ring in front of the family, Hart family, only for the brothers to get involved in the match, and they all attack Austin. Shit. <laughs> I feel like chuck a drink at him or something. They, they're going for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Austin just, like, lunges across, doesn't he? And the thing is, as well, Austin's <laughs> doing such a good job trying to piss the family off. I know he's not doing it, like, personally, but yeah. it is... It is very good. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, Austin gets back in the ring, only for Owen to roll him up for the pin. Yeah. And it was literally a quick roll-up. Oh! Like he did to Sid the month before, eh? Exactly. Owen's on a roll. He's on a... He's on a... Something like that, yeah. But there you go. Now, I've... I did write down a white inter. I'm not sure if it's quite a white inter. Oh, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I almost want to go for a black strap into. Okay, that's yeah. I I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Oh, or do I just give it a white into? No, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna stick with what I've written down. I'm gonna give it a white into. You're gonna give it a white into. It was good. Yeah, it's very entertaining. It was just great to have the whole heart family thing. You know, being in Canada and stuff like that. Yeah. It was very good. Um, yeah, so I would give this match a... Um, I'd probably give this match a world title again. Okay. For just everything. It's just so, it's just so much more than the match itself. I know, it's, it is, isn't it? It's in Canada. It's in Canada, yeah. This was the start of all their feuds going right through the summer. It's everything to see in the heart attack again, the heart foundation's entrance, the the comedy side with Brett and the bloody heart family. Then all the hearts at the end getting in the ring, that feel good moment. It's probably one of my bestest matches of like it's one of the best matches of ninety seven. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure out like I'm taking the thing as a whole, you know? And yeah, I can't, yeah. It still lives up to this day. I still love this match. So that's kind of why I've gone for the world. No, I get it. I do get it. I um, It's great at the end of the match, all the Americans go back backstage. Yeah. And the whole Hart family, the, all the extended family, all go into the ring and celebrate. Yeah. And it's a really nice moment to see as well. Yeah. Um. What what is a little bit upsetting and painful to see though is most of the people in that ring now, yeah, passed away. A famous photo that's floating around. I know, man. Yeah, just Brett lit up. Just, yeah, I've got that on my phone. Yeah, I've seen that quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I uh, it, it it's it's sad to watch to watch back. It's sad to watch it and go back and look. And just see what it was, you know. Oh, what am I trying to say? It's just sad. It's just sad. Like Owen is, you know, in less than two years from that event, mm. he's passed away. Um, Brian Pym was like twelve weeks. Yeah, twelve weeks. Jim the Anvil probably had another fifteen years or so. No, LOD's gone as well. Yeah. In that whole entire match, the only people that are still alive, Bret Hart, Earl Hebner, the referee. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ken Shamrock, um, Gold Dust. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's not good. There's not many, is it? No. It's really sad. It's really, really sad. It hit me today, actually, because I was... um come up with deaths and wrestling okay and Owen Hart died at 34 and that kind of hit home to me because I'm 35 I'm like yeah I know because I'm, I'm 34 as well you're you're 34 now yeah 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 I'm the same age as what Owen was when he died when he died yeah yeah it's mad isn't it yeah yeah I um, 
Oh, God. When it comes to Owen Hart, it does. It fucking gets me. It really does freaking get me. It's really... Um, it's upsetting because he... You see him with his two little kids yeah. in the ring with his wife, Martha, and it's just just a perfect, lovely little family. Yeah. And then you get you get to that, you know? Yeah. Um, I love... I love everything about the Hart family. I love... I just everything everything about it yeah so magical he's a mean son as well if you like qualified out of like train trained by the hard dungeon yeah yeah the talents come out of there it's unreal I am um, I love it man I absolutely love it they do do you remember the wrestling with shadows documentary Brett, with Bret Hart yeah I love that yeah that was cool yeah yeah one of my best documentaries as well I would love to find. I'd love to find out a little bit more, like you know, all the all the time. Yeah, There's loads of little. I just, I don't want to say I'm obsessed, but it's um, it's just really nice. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, I found the house on the the Hart family's house on Google Maps. Okay. And you street view it, so I was just like walking along the street, so to speak, around the house. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's quite interesting. Okay. Yeah, see the houses in the neighbourhood, what shops there was around by them. Yeah, I loved how I could do that. I love that shit. There's um, there's a lot of historical places where the, that's, you know, there's got links with the Hart family that I'd love to go and see. Yeah. <clears throat> there's loads. Um, but I never knew that Bret Hart's mum was, like, from New York. I didn't know this. Yes, I did know that, yeah. I didn't know, like, his mum was American. I, I only found this out this last week, actually. Yeah, I found out last week as well. Oh, okay. How did you find out? I watched a um, an interview on YouTube. I think. Yeah, I yeah. watched the interview on YouTube. Um, Was it Sam Roberts? Oh, man, I don't know. This is weird. Like, we've both probably seen the same interview. <laughs> it just come up, and I was like, I never knew that. I thought his mum and dad was, like, Canadian. Yeah. I didn't know his mum was, like... American. Oh, that's weird. Weird that one, isn't it? Uh, as soon as I see Bret Hart on YouTube, I'm bang, I'm straight on it. Me too. Yeah. We um we did an episode quite some time ago about the Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart rivalry. Yeah. I'd love to revisit that again one day. Yeah. Because I don't think we're quite we're not quite finished there yet. No. There's a lot more to go with that. Hell of a lot more. And there's a lot more to go with the Hart family. Hell of a lot more. Yeah. Even though this, this one pay-per-view is solely evolved around them. Yeah. You can go very in-depth with this whole thing. Yeah. Um, Especially with Brett, because he's, num- he's my number two. I could almost put him as my number one, to be fair. Are you? <sighs> he's up there. He is. The thing is, we, we've done our top ten. Yeah. Which... um. There's a spoiler. I don't know, it'll be already out by this point. But um yeah. He Brett is my number two, but I want him to be my number one as well. Yeah. I can't have Sean and Brett at the same one, it's just not that. Brett's my number five. I know. I know what you said. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But he's one of my favourites of the new gen. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Everything about Brett Hart, like his character, the way he wrestled, and just just everything about him it's just brilliant but I do feel like Bret Hart's if it's if, it, if Bret Hart's wrestling alone is the best I don't think no one could touch him in that ring no way no one could touch him no one no matter who he wrestled he'd make them look good John Michaels can't touch Bret in a wrestling match if you're going overall on charisma personality entertainment and all that then yeah Shawn Michaels will win every time if it's a pure out wrestling match just this is a classic wrestling as well yeah Bret, Bret Hart always win mm. no, I don't think anyone could touch him closest thing I reckon could probably touch Bret Hart in their prime probably Dynamite Kid in his prime but not many others not many others yeah because I think with the Dynamite Kid who Chris Benoit wanted to be like yeah and he, he he did that. I don't know a lot on Dynamite Kid. I should really. I should study him a lot more. But they say like in his prime, he was 
he was good mm. and him and Brett had some real seriously good matches yeah well I, I love a lot of the early Heart Foundation British Bulldog matches yeah yeah some good stuff man it is some very good stuff um well, yeah Canadian Stampede 1997 in your house 16 <laughs> What would you rate the whole event? Um, oh, I got... Do, do, do... There weren't many matches, was there? No, there was only five matches. Uh, wait, was there five? Four matches on the card. Just refresh me. Uh, hold on, hold on. So we got Triple H versus Mankind, Takamichi Nuku versus the Great Sasuke, Vader versus Undertaker, and there's actually te- technically four matches on the card. Only four matches. Um, going off of that, then, for me, I would go. Um. Probably have to just probably have to go for an inter. Okay. Because in my mind, I got two world title matches, but the other two are like more. So I'm trying to meet like two and five. We're coming up with like an inter, you know. Yeah, Reserves yeah. And I I can't draw, I can't go any lower than inter. But then I can't really go white in there because of half the card. I'm, I won't really like. It was okay, but the other two, that five man. That ten man tag in Tiger's match is just incredible. So yeah, I'd say this show was like very good. I'd definitely give that an in there. Yeah, I'm giving it an inter all the way through. Yeah. It's a hell of a good show. Yeah, yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. And they've never ever been able to And that's all for four matches, man. Like yeah. if they were six matches, that that might have been the highest show. Yeah. But really enjoyed it. And the thing is as well, they've never ever been able to do an an event like this ever again. Not, not even since you know twenty twenty six years ago. Yeah, they've not been able to top that. No, no, no. As well, like about the bloodline. Yeah. Okay, because it's it's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that stuff. And that's what a good factions are. Good family. Mm-hmm. We haven't done our. No, we haven't even touched down on factions. I don't. Well, we probably would have had by this episode, but. Heart Foundation wasn't long, was it? This Heart Foundation? Nope. But it's one of the greatest factions of all time. It wasn't even that long. So, when I look at this Heart Foundation, I kind of feel like Brian Pillman's like the fifth wheel. (laughs) Sami Zayn. Yeah, 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 that's a good way to put it. (laughs) Who should be in in that place instead? Was there Brian Pillman? Um, it's hard to say because he, he he was trained in a dungeon, wasn't he? Well, Brian Pillman. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. I think that's why he's a real close family friend. Right. Because of that. And at the time, I think he was the only one that's trained in the dungeon in that era. I'm with you. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look. He was trained by Stu Hart. There we go. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that's why he was in it for, basically. Yeah. He was trained with all them lot in the dungeon. Yeah, there we go. Huh. Um, yeah, I can't think of anyone else I would have thought would have worked. Yeah, I'm just reading up. Yeah, because he did his appearance in, in Stampede Wrestling, World Championship Wrestling, ECW and WWE. Yeah. And not only that, but he worked so well in there because of um, Brett and Owen was both feuding with Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Peelman and Austin's history. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just ticked all the boxes to have him in it. So, there's still one more person that I can think of that could have been, could have been in that Heart Foundation. In 97. Yeah. Well, it's a fantasy kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
No, I can't. I can't honestly think of anyone. Is it, he wouldn't have been able to do it in '97 because because of his if because uh, because of his his situation. But if he hadn't had a problem, I was thinking the Dynamite Kid. Oh, the Dynamite Kid, yeah. 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 That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Excuse me. Yeah, that's my only um, that's my only little thing I would like to have changed. But then again, even in general, I still would have liked to have seen the Heart Foundation go into the Attitude Era. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen this carry on a lot longer. Even yeah. to WrestleMania. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It would have been so, so interesting to see what would have happened. You could always have, like, Lance Storm in it as well. Mm. Yeah, it could have evolved into something like that, couldn't it? Edge and Christian, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Could have been anybody. Chris yeah. Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Benoit. Yeah. You know. You could imagine. Do, you could do so much with it. It Didn't they do, like, a new Heart Foundation? Um, not in WWE. I know they did one in WWE. But they actually did a... The, the new Heart Foundation 2.0, didn't they? That weren't connected to WWE. I don't know. Yeah, it had um, Brian Pillman Jr., Harry Smith, and Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart. Now, who is he the son of? I have no idea. I have no idea. That's a good question. He's, he's a really good talent with a big mouth. That's what I've heard. And he sounds just like Bret Hart. Jesus, don't he sound like prayer? Um, that's the way he was going to prison, I think. Oh my Christ. Uh, right, early life, there we go. Let's have a little read here. He's the grand grandchild of Stu and Helen Hart. Uh, his mother is green. Uh, oh, so who was his dad then? Uh, okay, that's confusing. No idea. No, I don't know who his dad was. I bet I know somebody that would know who his dad was. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Um, the man at the Hidden Gardens, the secret Happy Gardens, the magic unicorn place. Oh, Josh. Oh, Josh, that's it. Josh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there's a there's a connection there, but yeah, it's a tricky one. He suffers with bipolar disorder. That would explain it. Yeah. Like beat the heck out of CM Punk, didn't he? He did. I think I believe I remember. Yeah, like Sabu got involved and like he started on him as well. Yeah, yeah. He's forty three years old. Yeah, he's done now. Yeah. Did get signed by the WWE. He did briefly, didn't he? But they um they dropped him quite quick. Oh yeah. He is the son of Georgia Hart. Oh, okay, so Yeah. Brett's sister. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, because I do remember seeing him in the crowd actually at this event. Yeah. Mm, and Harry, of course, and Natalia. And Georgia Smith Georgia Smith. Yeah, and Tyson Kidd, he was there as well, I believe. Yeah, he was like, he wasn't actually related though, was he? No. No. I think he was dating Natalia though at the time. Oh, they've been together that long. They've been together. Shit, very long. They've been, they've been at it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's out there wrestling and he's there like looking after their kitties. they got kids, have they? Kittens. Oh, sorry. Uh, kitties. Kitties. He's there changing out a little box. She's out there trying to win some titles. Yeah, she's doing really well at that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, right. Canadian Stampede 1997. Definitely a special one for you and I. At least it's at the European title rating. Yeah, which makes a change because we've had a lot of Europeans lately. Yeah, it's been a bit pressing, really. Well, it has, but and I think from now on. Yeah, we got it in there. No, next one is going to be the SummerSlam 97, Heart and Soul. Oh, yes. Which is, uh, my memory serves me correctly, is a pretty solid pay-per-view as well. Yeah, yeah. So I look forward to that one. Yeah. No, it'll be good. It'll be good. 
I've enjoyed talking about this actually. Yeah. Especially because it's evolved around the heart heart family. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of it. All very good. Yeah, and unfortunately it's kind of come to an end soon. So I've been watching the new gen and then Brett's going to 97 and it just goes to crap. At least, it's just a shame, man. It's a shame it never lasted longer than what we wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen more. If any, if only they kept Brett. If only if they kept Brett, it would have been magical. everything. None, all this that's happened to the Hearts wouldn't it have happened. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, hundred percent right. Yeah. I can. Owen Hart would still be alive. I reckon Border could possibly still be alive. But yeah. Yeah. His Brett wouldn't. Brett wouldn't say to do that stunt. He wouldn't be the blue blazer for God's sake if Brett was still there. And Bulldog would never have injured his back. He wouldn't have gone to WCW to injure his back. Yeah. So, apparently when he injured his back is when he was taking the heavier medication. Yeah. But yeah, I still reckon they both could be alive right now. Yeah. I feel I feel so bad for Bulldog for being in that situation to have to take all this medication to try and numb the pain. Yeah. That's what happens, doesn't it? It just... That's what they do. That's why you get a lot of young deaths in wrestling. Yeah. Because of this. Yeah. No, it's a sad one. I'm just glad wrestling's in a better state now. Everyone's looked after. They are looked after a lot better. Yeah. I know it takes like hell in the sour and makes it look a lot less dangerous, but if that means the wrestlers can get to a good age in life, then fair enough. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot that have been saved. Shawn Michaels is a prime example. Yeah. He's been saved. Yeah. We're lucky to still have Shawn Michaels after what he's... Yeah, and still connected to the company. Yeah. Which is cool. It's good to see. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, with, Yeah, with Brett, he always tried to look after himself. I'm glad we still got him too. Yeah. Because he really is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely one of the greatest I ever. I don't think no one could touch him. No. No, I 100%. I, I really uh, do agree. Uh, uh, I don't think no one ever will. No. 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 I, think uh, I don't think no one could touch him in that, and I don't think no one would be a bigger entertainer than Shawn Michaels. And I think that's why them two own, own it. And I don't think there'd be another better character than The Undertaker, and I think he owns that division. So. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that bombshell. Yeah, that's it, boyo. I think you're right, boyo. I think it's time we end the show. <sighs> Thank you very much for listening to Sam, <coughs> Michaels, and Terry Bloody Johnson off the TNS Wrestling Show. <laughs>